0: Welcome to the Mastering Fulfillment Podcast, where we focus on bridging your success with fulfillment in your personal, business, and spiritual life. And now, your hosts, Scott Berry and Joshua Wenner. Welcome back to part two of Leaning In. Evaluating and making decisions on when to lean in further and deeper into a relationship or whether it's time to leave. There's a
1: lot of people that are in a relationship and maybe they have a false fantasy of what it's supposed to be and it's not matching what that fantasy looks like, and so they're questioning leaving. Can you change your perception before you could change your procedure? I know that was something that always stuck with me is when something's not working, can I change my perception or do I change my procedure? And if you keep changing your perception, you can't find a way out then you got to start to change what works. For my situation specifically, I was very clear that I was in a transitional place. So I wasn't in a place looking for a relationship when it showed up. However, I was open to seeing where it went at a slower pace. But because my pace was a lot slower, I felt like it just, you know, for where I was at and what we shifted, using your framework that you talk about with your wife, am I ultimately serving her at her highest? And is it ultimately serving me at my highest? What I felt like is once I experienced her pain and actually felt where she was at and she felt safe enough, I think this is a key distinction. When you're in relationships, if you have respect for each other and you have this deep level of transparency that you can start to create, then both people have the freedom to share and express what's vulnerably real to them, mm-hmm. not trying to influence the situation or not trying to like maneuver it, but more just out of safety, knowing no matter what, I'm going to be okay. And yeah in that safe ground, I think it really starts to allow both people to get clarity on what's coming up. And then once it's up, then you can do what's best for each other. And when you're doing and serving each other, even though it's tough, it feels congruent. Like I feel in my body, this is best for her. And I'm going to serve her. I'm actually really happy for her because I feel like how much she wants family. And she's such an amazing woman. Um, I dated a woman a couple, two and a half years ago, and it just couldn't work. I tried everything. I was with her for two and a half and Um, I did everything I could to try to make it work, and it just didn't work for me. And I couldn't figure out why, but I I loved her enough that I wanted her to feel it. And since then, we've transitioned, and now she's married, and they're looking for kids. And it actually makes me so happy to see her so happy and to be honored Mm -hmm. the way she was craving to be honored. And to know that I see that now that she's getting that from a guy who is ready for her, so I'm happy now thinking about this relationship. I'm transitioning because I know where she's at by her standing her ground and saying this is what I desire and this is where I'm at. And if it's not in resonance, I'm gonna le- I'm gonna let go so that this can be created. I'm happy and I want to support her to find somebody who's in that space with her that's ready for it that can see her and be like, oh my gosh, you're the woman of my dreams let's cultivate a family and children and honor her because she is so amazing and beautiful Mm -hmm. um, inside and out. So I think that's the distinction is are you strong enough to really love somebody enough to serve them? Yes. And if you're not, don't even get involved in the first place. Like I wouldn't even have a playful fun relationship if I don't care and have respect for somebody to like honor them. And I think that's kind of the things is how do you honor somebody from day one and really truly care about helping to serve them. So it's not a take relationship. It's really a give and you're going to that to nurture and to give. And and if you're both giving, it's going to be full. And then you're both giving and communicating. And, and if it keeps pulling you closer together, I think it'll naturally flow where that person and you are in the same page. And sometimes it's just timing. I think sometimes there's divine timing. There's sometimes that things are spent to be in each other's lives for a moment. Sometimes it's a lot longer. And it, it seems to be the common thing that I hear is when it's right, you almost just keep getting pulled to, to continue to progress. That It's almost like you can't stop growing together in that direction. So I feel like, again, if you're listening and you're on the the male side and you're, I guess, from my perspective, realize it's time to transition. I'd say have the strength. <laughs> if you're a man, you know, grab your balls, <laughs> you know, very masculine way. Like just make a decision, you know, mm-hmm. make a decision, do what's strong, be the man yep. and, and do what's right for her and do what's yep. right for you. And, And hold your ground, hold your ground, knowing that you're going to serve her. And she may be upset. She may never talk to you again. She may be completely hurt. Or maybe you get a really conscious, you know, amazing relationship who you guys are able to still have a friendship, but know that you're serving her,
0: know that you're serving you. And I think that's a really key distinction. Yeah. Ultimately, we are wanting, if we're looking to go into a conscious relationship, ultimately we are wanting a place where we are honoring each other's highest. And just like what you said earlier, yes, she may be hurt, she may be upset, but ultimately she will respect you more. And if you're looking for that higher type of relationship, one that is built upon this idea of really honoring each other's highest and coming together in a relationship In a synergistic way, not in a way that says you complete me or you're my other half. You know, that's flawed logic. You know, that logic states that you're incomplete without somebody else and you are whole and divine without anybody else. And so when you are whole and full, you ultimately want your partner to be the same. And, you know, sometimes that is you being in a romantic place with them or it's not. And that's a really hard place to be unless you can say yes, that that relationship serves each person's highest honoring and highest good, then you got to put the big boy pants on and like strap on the steel balls and, you know, learn to communicate that. At the end of the day, what the relationships are all about is honoring the three components. That is the masculine side, feminine side. Right, that could also be two men and two women, but you know, we're gonna use the male-female example in this one. It's honoring the masculine side, honoring the feminine side, and then honoring the co-creation that you guys are co-creating together. And you need to be giving attention to each one of those areas where people come into pain and hurt and conflict is when that's lopsided. You know, I see this all the time in my practice where a couple will get married and one person takes the phrase settling down literally. And so there'll be one person and they're really trying to expand their highest self and the other one is just kind of resting a little bit. You know, you're either growing or you're dying and that creates a little bit of a discord. And so what we need to do as people looking to move into conscious relationships is it's all about really getting the tools and taking the time to get clear to get that clarity on what it is that I need in the relationship. And then once you get clarity, you have to relay that where people kind of come into problems is when you're not really clear on what that is, you'll have this unrealistic expectation for your partner to kind of like step into this role when just like what you said earlier, You got into the relationship and it was more loose and easygoing. Then all of a sudden she shifted and she wanted something a little bit more. Well, it's not fair to you to assume that you need to step into a different role to meet her needs. Uh, Fortunately, she was conscious enough to be able to, to relay that to you. So really taking time to get the tools and to learn how to have that communication. And what I found more often than not is that couples that have been stagnant for a little bit, if they just really get the right help and incorporate the right tools that the amount of satisfaction and dynamism and passion can absolutely increase in pretty much any relationship. Now, that being said, if you've been with someone for quite a while, I'm not talking necessarily people that have just been dating, but this could apply there too, but people that have been in really long relationships, people that have kind of been in routine for quite a while, that because there's so much emotional history with the other partner, that sometimes you need a third party to really get away from that because you have so many neuro associations to that other partner that sometimes it's just more difficult getting outside help like a counselor or a coach or just having a third party as a medium that is not tied to the family, that is very third party neutral, uh, I've seen great, great results with that. And, you know, once you cultivate the tools, then it's a matter of, do you have the environment that supports an ongoing behavior shift? When you can really incorporate this kind of uh, communication into your relationship, that's how you set the foundation for something that's really solid, you know, and, and this is something me and Michelle have just had to learn over the years and fortunately that whenever we get triggered and here's the thing I don't ever have the expectation that our marriage is always going to be perfect and that we are never going to fight and that it's just always going to get easier as time goes on because we're always going to have conflicts and we're always growing and there's always going to be strife but I I rest soundly at night knowing that we've cultivated tools that no matter what comes up that we can tackle anything together and there's a safety and there's this kind of resonance that you can go into the relationship and have mm-hmm. that ultimate feeling of, wow, no matter what happens, even if we get to a point where we kind of recognize that being in a romantic place with each other may not serve our highest. And we're very open to that possibility, even though I plan on you know being buried next to this beautiful woman, if we do realize that. Our kind of paths separate, and our bigger calling is not to be kind of next to them in a romantic sense. Then we will cross that bridge when we come to it, and we're we're both very aligned in that. And that's not a not a very easy place to get to. But what it does is it releases so much pressure and so much uh, possible anxiety. About having to always be the kind of like happiness aside support or person for that for that other side of the relationship. So when when you're mentioning
1: uh, tools, what are a couple of key tools that um, somebody would be helpful to have?
0: In their tool belt. So one of them is when there's something that you need. So I think in one of the earlier podcasts, we talked about how a lot of masculine men, when things get very heated and emotional, we need time, we need space. We need to kind of like close the doors and, and put our blinders on and just process it. Sometimes we just need a little bit of time. Sometimes the feminine needs, they need, a, they need to address it right then and there and letting stuff linger can really get to them. Finding out, what it is that you need in the relationship, you need to express that. And, you know, one of the tools is when when there's certain things that you know that you just kind of need, like I just need some space, I need this, here are the things that work best for me, try to always relay those in a more calm and light manner. So I'll take an example of, you know, we'll take something really simple like such as chivalry. Chivalry is something I get in my practice all the time where I hear a lot of women not receiving it as much. And on the flip side, I also see women not kind of promoting that as well. I know a lot of men have had conflicting feedback on whether we should open up the door or pull out the chair. My, <laughs> my immediate feedback is always go to that direction if it feels right for you, and then get the feedback to not do it if that's the case. But a lot of times we just don't know. And so we get frustrated when we're not uh, getting what we want. So, you know, like you like the guy to open up the door and pull up the chair, pay for the bill. What you can do is you want to relay those type of things to them in a real fun manner, right? So if you're going to a restaurant and he doesn't open up the door, don't go like, fuck, you didn't open up the door for me. But the next time he does open up the door... Say, oh my God, you're like my fucking Superman. Where the hell have you been? Ah, you're amazing, right? And you can joke around about it. But what you want to do is you want to kind of reiterate that pattern. But you want to do it in a kind of a fun, playful way so it attaches. Men don't want to do stuff, even women. We don't want to do stuff out of obligation. We want to do it because it feels good. We want to do it because it serves our woman and our man and it just feels good to take care of them. It feels good to help them. It feels good to fix something for them or it feels good just to listen to them. So if you can do it in a calm, playful, kind of light manner, I think that's really good. I think another one is taking time for yourself. Taking time to maybe go on a walk or journal or do something else to where you can actually reflect and start to get clear on what it is that you actually do need so you so you can actually communicate it a little bit better.
1: Yeah, I think those are, those are really helpful. I've also learned that learning to be transparent is a big, big piece. So mm. it's hard. It's uncomfortable sometimes because you're worried about hurting somebody. But when something's beneath the surface, learning to communicate, here's what's coming up for me, and taking ownership of it. So instead of blaming somebody else, this is what you're doing or this is what you're doing, but a really a sense of... I'm feeling this way, or this is coming up for me. I found that that's really helpful and it's, I'm not projecting my stuff onto her, but I'm expressing, I'm taking responsibility to realize I'm triggered when this shows up because of something from my past or something's showing up and it's being triggered around here. So how do I own that? But let her know that I'm triggered and let her know that this is what the story is. Cause I find sometimes if I don't communicate, then she creates her own stories of what it means. But if I actually give her the space to let her know what's going on, she knows, oh he's in his space, this is what's going on for him you know so I think that's that's also
0: helpful. yeah I, I can tell you from a personal accountability that that has been one of the most freeing things that I've actually learned in my relationship and it's also been one of the hardest you know I um, you know I came from a background where I had a very loving mother who was also very overly loving sometimes and a little bit invasive in my privacy and so subconsciously when i started to get into relationships i wasn't necessarily hiding anything from my girlfriends but i wasn't as transparent because i subconsciously and i didn't even realize i was doing it but subconsciously i just wasn't maybe you know i'd go out or i'd go to the store but i would just like leave details out and i just wouldn't tell them and I realized that it was because there had been such an invasion in privacy when I had was growing up that I kind of had this association with women of not necessarily lying to them, but not being fully transparent with them. And what I've realized is that when you have that transparency in their, in relationships, and especially for the feminine, they just feel like they can trust you. They feel like they're more secure. And so I've really made it a point to be totally transparent and to practice radical honesty as best i could and now that becomes a kind of a forefront foundation for for my relationship but i can tell you that has been a really really tough one and i can give a really good example that most men if not you know most women have gone through is when you are dating in the beginning this is something that i've learned as well where when you start dating with someone and they ask you, Oh, so you dating somebody else? Even when you might be dating somebody else, or you still have the desire to kind of still keep it light and, and, and keep it open, you know, you're loose and friendly and keeping things super casual because you guys have just started the relationship that a lot of men are afraid to say, yes, I still want to date. And yes, I I am still dating other people. And they'll kind of hide that because they're afraid that the woman is automatically going to reject it. They're afraid that the woman is going to say no and automatically close off that possibility of even exploring anything with you. And so we deny the woman A benefit of the doubt. We do, both of us, a disservice by, A, not honoring what we really need, but two, not being fully authentic and transparent with them. And so I know that there's other situations that are very similar, but I know that's a really big one with men. And and if I can give any kind of feedback for men and women listening is that in the beginning of a relationship or anything that you truly need, then say it. Say, right now, I'm looking to date lots of people and I want to fun and I want to explore. And if you're on the flip side and you say, Hey, look, I know what I want, but you're possibly afraid that that might push off the other person. Good. Ultimately they're going to honor you more for it, even if it doesn't align with what they're looking for. Right. And that kind of ties into the, to what you talked about earlier. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's it. I feel like it all comes down
1: to, you know, some of our earlier conversations as well as, how do we get clear on where we're at and tell ourselves the truth is step one. And I think that's kind of what this this whole conversation around mastery and fulfillment is. It's a deep conversation that we're going to continue to echo again and again and again and again, which is more sitting deeper into our soul, feeling deeper into who we are, a higher self, our perspective on what our ultimate desires are, and stepping more fully into that. And as we do that... We have to be honest with ourselves and stop lying to ourselves. We have to be transparent with the relationships we're in. And as we start to be congruent with who we are from our thoughts, who our words and our actions, things start to shift in our life and I think they start to shift to serve those that are in our life because as we start to try to serve ourselves more and our higher self, we want other people to serve their higher self. So I think it becomes a reciprocating experience of we're serving ourselves and we're serving others. So you know, maybe as a takeaway from today, take take a little bit of time and sit with yourself. If this has brought up some confusion, some clarity, whatever's come up for you, take a little bit of time and get clear and ask yourself, what, what do you ultimately want? And is there a way to achieve this through your current dynamic if you're in one? Um, so get, get clear what you want and claim it. You know, if you want a committed relationship and you don't feel like it's there. Then claim what it is and communicate. then have the, the courage to communicate that transparently to your partner. And if they're not in that place, it's okay, transition. Or or you know, if you're not in a place to want to move it forward and your partner is, get clear on yourself and have the courage to communicate that, you know, and make sure to check in with your partner. So I think with anything, you know, get clear on what you ultimately desire, tell yourself the truth and have the courage to transparently communicate that. And trust that things will work out for the best. And it and again, it can be tricky. This is this is not easy. It's incredibly emotionally challenging. It's hard work. Um, but I feel like at the end of the day, you 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 feel stronger when you do it. You feel as a man, you feel like more of a man when you step into that. And I think as a as a woman, it's really claiming your power as a woman. And I know as a man, there's nothing sexier than a woman, even if we're not the right fit. When yeah. she owns herself, yeah, and she steps into that, and she's yep. like, "This is what I want," even if I can't give it to her it's it's so beautiful cuz i it's 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 sexy and then when she goes back on it if she goes back on it it's not the same so it's like claiming that wherever you are is is i think in both
0: of us yeah. masculine feminine yep that's everything absolutely it's just about claiming and clarifying what it is that you are needing on a higher level and when you do that when you get clear on what it is that you want and really communicate that not only to to your your significant other to your partner but to the world in general to the business world to the people at large to the universe in general when you really get clear on like what it is that's going to make me thrive what it is that's going to like light me up and what is it that's going to feed me so I can give my gifts to the world everyone is just a better place so hopefully that gave you a little bit of takeaway uh, I'm Scott Barry I'm here with Joshua Wenner and we will see you guys on the next episode with deep respect and much love us at masteringfulfillment.com for other podcasts such as these or if you're looking to take your personal fulfillment to another level feel free to get in contact with either myself or joshua